Hello, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, an actress who wants to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. On this episode, I am joined by filmmaker, actress, and producer, Tamala Baldwin. She is the creator of the series Bubbly Brown Sugar that is now streaming on Urban Flix TV and wants her writing to give Black people hope because we also deserve our happily ever after. We discuss how she left corporate America to pursue musical theater, how this grind we artists find ourselves on is actually about building for ourselves, and that creating her own work has boosted her confidence and made a real partnership between her and the divine. Here's our conversation. Hey there, Miss Tamala. How you doing? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me, for real. Of course, of course. Yes. So where are you in the world right now? I'm actually in Long Island, as they say, in Mm -hmm. New York. Okay, okay, okay. And are you from Long Island? No, I'm actually, well, I'm from Brooklyn, you know, but we moved out to the island when I was probably in junior high school. Mm-hmm. But I still like to claim Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know if that really counts. I'm not sure. I mean, that's a, listen, girl, you could claim Brooklyn if you were born and you were born and raised, yeah. halfway raised in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I was there until about 13, you know, 14. So yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, you're from Brooklyn. Hey, what's up, Brooklyn? BK in the house. Represent. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, so how are you doing? How how have you been doing in this quarantine and in this craziness we're going through? So to be honest, in this particular moment, in this particular season of this pandemic, I am mm-hmm. on top of the world. I am mm-hmm so happy like I'm actually in the living room dancing to music like every night I just feel Mm -hmm. really good but of course there were phases you know I remember like in July it was so tough for me I was so depressed and so sad and just so like overwhelmed um I lost you know a few cousins from COVID so it was really really like a low moment to the point where I had to go like see a therapist who actually mm-hmm. ended up ghosting me, which is so unprofessional. Ooh, <laughs> That's another you're there. <laughs> I'm sorry for both of those things. Losing your cousin and a therapist ghosting you. Yes. That's not okay. Yes. I mean, what if I had severe like abandonment issues and then mm-hmm. she goes and does that, you know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> But I'm good. So many abundant things are still coming through in this time of shifting. So I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good, good. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. Now, would you say that that was your whole? It's been your whole quarantine experience. You know, starting way back. When did we start this? In Mar- way back in March. In March. In March. Mm-hmm. Well, I was getting ready to release Bubbly Brown Sugar, so I was like, "Oh, great! I get to like be home and." focus only on this launch not mm-hmm. really realizing that the world was about to like blow up you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like this would be over in like two weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was excited for the for the downtime to use my energy and time the way I wanted but then like relatives started dying and then more relatives started dying and then we had mm-hmm. you know like the Black Lives Matter movement. And then we had the police, all these things happening on top of that. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Like, I, it was very suffocating for me 
to be honest. Um, So this whole like fresh air is very, very new. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. And so you were actually, I know, um, working on bubbling, bubbly brown sugar, excuse me, um, before COVID. Because I remember coming to the launch party last year. for Yeah. Yeah. So that was already on the docket. Yeah. And so then like, you know, for this to be like, this was nothing I could have seen. (laughs) Like, you Mm -hmm. know, they always say you plan and then God laughs. It was like, (laughs) it's like, really? (laughs) Yes, this whole year we planned it and God laughed in our face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was like, finally I have the money to finish this project. We're gonna launch it in April, like this the season of like new birth and rebirth and blossoming. And then it's like, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And so I know that you even before COVID and before this year. I would consider you a pivoter. Like I always looked Mm -hmm. at you and every time I saw your Instagram or saw you at an audition or saw you in the city or wherever, you were doing something new. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, she's on her game, always pivoting, you know? And I know you said you don't really consider it pivoting in our, in our pre-conversation. You were thinking of like, more just, I'm going to try this. I'm going to knock on this door Mm -hmm. and knock on that door. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's also consider considered pivoting. So let's talk about some of those. Yeah. So I'm a really big believer in creating your own opportunity. And I think all artists kind of have that in them anyway, you know, because Mm -hmm. being an artist, you know, it's not, you know, as stable as other industries. We don't know what's going to happen next. Even if you were to make it and become an A-list actor, you still never know when the next gig is going to come through. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I've always been kind of keen to that. Like, I'm not going to just wait for somebody else to say yes to me. I have to keep my eyes open for other doorways that may lead me to more opportunity. So I started out, I left corporate America um, and started doing musical theater. And now it's really freaking hard. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure all art is hard, but it's so hard. Like, I would get up and be online at four in the morning, you know, just hoping Mm -hmm. to audition and then never audition, you know, like sometimes you just Mm -hmm. wouldn't as a non-equity. And so I was like, well, what else can I do? What else can I do? Like if no no one else is saying yes to you, you have to create your own opportunity because I think it's, it's overwhelming and can become really, really discouraging if not to. And I remember meeting Malik Yoba and he said, while you wait, create. And that just kind of stuck with me early mm-hmm. on in my like artistic walk that while I'm waiting for somebody else, I'm still going to create my own stuff, whether it's a podcast, whether it's, you know, Soul Kisses TV, or whether it's, you know, writing, doing music, you know, so I'm really big on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all, she's been pivoting. Let me just let you know, <laughs> this beautiful young lady has been pivoting for the the years I've known her. God, it's probably been uh, maybe about 10 years we've I known know, each other. I know, a decade. A decade. <laughs> and honey, y'all, she is the pivot queen in my book, okay? There is always something. I'm like, girl, what you doing? Another launch party? Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I just, you have to, I mean, like, you have to stay like hungry and hustling and grinding um, and building. Like to me, it's all about building, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And would you say you have been 
writing even more and creating even more in this um, time because you have even more time? Yes, I've been writing so much. And just um, the other day, I had a reading for the first feature that I just wrote last week. So when I write, I like to write quickly. Perhaps it's like the areas in me. I don't like to have projects just like laying about. I like things to be done off my mind and finished. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fellow Aries, girl, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So I wrote this beautiful story in like five days and I'm like, I have to do a reading tomorrow, but I had it, you know, probably a few days afterwards. I also wrote, um, another pilot that I want to shop. Um, and I, I just really have been focused as much as possible in all of this. But now that I have this feature, um, I really, really want to like move forward with it and make it pop in 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to make it pop in 2021. Yeah. I need a lot of money for it the way that I want to mm-hmm. do it. It can't be mm-hmm. something that I can do on my own. So I'm just praying that God continues to send angels to help make this a reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He will. He, he would. Yes, I believe so. I believe so. I For some reason, I don't know why, ever since I've been writing and just really trusting myself, that doubt and insecurity is fading more and more away. I think, you know, with, with auditioning, and auditioning is part of being an actor. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but for me, it made me doubt myself a lot. And I think seeing opportunities and doors open finally because I'm writing my own stories and producing them is, has been a real true confidence booster. So I feel like this is totally going to happen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, it will. Cause you're betting on yourself. Yes. 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 You know, and it's that, like, I'm glad you brought that up about that doubt that kind of comes with auditioning and being in the business and specifically musical theater. But again, any type of art form, mm-hmm. You know, it is you kind of start doubting yourself when you're when you're maybe not booking what you want Mm -hmm. or you see somebody else book this or see somebody else do this. And you're like, wait a minute, am I not good enough? Yeah. And it's not that's not the question that you should be asking. But I was asking myself a lot. Like, I, I just I was one of those artists that were like, maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe I'm too fat. Mm. Maybe I'm too old right now. You know, like Mm. and it just it's so such a freaking energy drainer. Like you just, uh. <laughs> yes. and right now I just feel so free. I feel free. <laughs> hey, come on. Yes. I feel so free. Like, oh, I just, yeah, I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah. 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 And that's beautiful. Like that, that just made me so happy that, yeah, you're free. And that's mm-hmm. what you, you feel right now. And you're what you're basking in. Yes. Um, because auditioning is hard and being in the industry is very, very hard. Yeah. Because we all are talented. It, is, it isn't like, you know, you get to where we are and not have talent, right? It's like, I know mm-hmm. that I can sing. I know I can act. I know I can move. So mm-hmm. it's really about, you know, who you know, timing and all that stuff. And sometimes I don't want to be on anybody else's time. I want to be on my time. I want to be on God's mm-hmm. time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So this, this creating my own work is really making it a partnership between me and the divine. And I'm, and I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. And so right now, what would you say you would like for the industry to learn and improve and hoping that it will change in the future? 
I definitely want the industry to um, listen to Black artists and give us more space at the table um, because our stories do matter, our faces do matter, our, our voices matter. And so I really want to see the entire industry, theater and film, to just give us more access. Mm-hmm. And not only access, I don't even want access. I want See, I want to see more Black writers, more Black stories, and not the ones that exploit Black pain. I'm so tired about see- seeing the same kind of stories that highlight Black trauma. Like mm-hmm. they're like we are, we have so much to us. We're so much culture, and I want to see that in in the media, in on TV and theater um, more often. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think the lack before? this time was across the board, meaning there aren't enough people of color writing our own stories. And then in essence, there's not enough producing our own stories. Um, I think there are plenty of people that are writing, black people that are writing these stories, but it's like the folks that have the money are saying no, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Yes. So I don't think it's so much that, you know, I think it's just people that are not listening to us you know like they think that mm-hmm. i remember being on some panel recently and they were talking these producers of tv were talking about how they're going to change and you know try to get more writers but then they talked about the stories that they're pitching and it's the same like cop kills black person in the hood and and i'm like we're tired of that we're tired of that mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right like we want to hear more like we're so much more than that you know so right. i still think that people that are in these positions of power need to really listen to what black folks want. Like even now, you know, we're asking, you know, for legislative change, but all we're getting are freaking painted sidewalks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, we're not asking for that. So people just need to really listen. And then I think we'll start to see the change. Um, But I still think that there's like this passive listening happening still, mm-hmm. you know, from the meetings I've been in. Right, 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 right. And to highlight the point of those stories, those one-sided stories that are have been uh, told about us, mm-hmm. that, you know, we are three-dimensional. Yeah. And we have multiple sides and multiple stories and angles that we look at things. And I know you made a comment a while ago about, you know, as Black folks, we deserve the fairy tale too. Yep. And that's something that I wish to give to the world through my writing, you know, because art can imitate life or art can shape life. And I want Mm. to shape life through stories that are magical, that uplift us, that give us hope, you know, like if all we see are what we experience, like where's the freaking hope, you know? Mm -hmm. Like when you look at, you know, the Hallmark Channel, like it's pretty much all white stories but you leave feeling that it's possible. Like these fairy tales are possible for me. It gives you hope. And I think that we just need to, to see more stories that inspire and awaken, and awaken that higher energy within us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really makes me um, upset. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Right. And, that, and that's fair. And thank you for voicing that because we need to. Yeah, we definitely need to. And I think there were times when we haven't voiced that, you know, Mm -hmm. for fear of whatever may come, but we didn't voice it. 
And I think sometimes it may seem so far removed from what we can experience that, you know, Mm -hmm. people may not necessarily want to produce or back those kind of projects, but that's what we need. We need healing. We need elevation um, and, and high energy content that gives us our happily ever after, because we're definitely not experiencing it right now with all that's Mm -hmm. going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to our fellow artists, you know, our friends, our colleagues who are having a hard time right now, pivoting, trying to figure out what's next, what would you say to them? Like, what advice would you give someone who's like, Tamala, girl, I have no clue what I'm going to do next? Well, I sometimes, when I'm stuck, what helps me to have a breakthrough is like when I pray, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may sound a little bit, you know, cliche or you, people may not be open to that, but that has been the only thing that works for me. Like when I'm blocked or disconnected and something just isn't flowing, I have to pray. And and for some reason that just cleanses me and opens me and allows whatever's higher to just flow and channel through me. So I would say be still, take your time, don't force it. But in the meantime, as artists, just tap into whatever higher power that you talk to, whether it's God, the universe, and just ask for guidance, ask for direction, or not even just be like, hi, I'm here. And something beautiful happens in that space. Because I was blocked as well during this quarantine. I was very, very um, distracted and just sad. And it wasn't until I finally got on my knees and just prayed and said, thank you for what currently does exist in my life. That I think the next day I wrote my pilot that I want to develop called Tribe. Mm -hmm. So that for me has always been the trick. So pray. And if you're, if you're kind of like, eh, I don't want to, I would say do what makes you feel good. If you sing, sing. If you write, just write. If you dance, dance at, at home. Like you don't need a stage. Just do what makes you feel good. And I think that also creates an, an opening as well. Right. That's fair. Because mm-hmm. um, I see that on, on Instagram and friends and colleagues that have posted videos and have done some great collaborations right? with people in everybody's all around the world. But then this video comes together and you're like, okay, yeah, y'all did that. Yeah, shout out to Darkness Rising. They actually did a great collaborative video. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but shout out to them. I haven't, but now I'm going to go watch it. But shout out to Darkness Rising. Yeah. Yes, I do follow them yes, on the ground. Yes. So I'm going to go watch that now. <laughs> yes, it's dope. So um, I heard you had some exciting news. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I am so excited to share that. The first project that I um, produced and wrote after I pivoted <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> is go- is now um, streaming on Urban Flix TV. Um, and it's kind of a big deal for me. You know, it's a big mm-hmm. deal for me. Like I, and I just one hope people watch and support Black writers, Black actors. Like all the crew was pretty much Black. The creative team is Black. It's a Black cast. Um, so if you're all about amplifying Black stories, here's a moment to support somebody. But it also shows you what happens when you keep 
knocking or pivoting and, and say yes to yourself. Sometimes like the world will say no, that you're not good enough or you're not talented enough or you don't look right. But that's not true. The gifts that we're given will make room for us. We just have to be open as to how. We can't control the how. I thought the how would be Broadway, but Broadway's closed. <laughs> you know? So just be open and, and just keep keep allowing the universe to shape um, and direct you to your to your destiny and purpose. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. I really, really, really mean it. I really mean it because like, I don't know. I just know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to be an artist, um, to get up day after day and to hear no multiple times in one day, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep going in everything in, in the arts, in life, in Mm -hmm. your daily life, getting up and going, okay, we're still in this quarantine thing. Well, most of us are still in this quarantine <laughs> thing. So I'm going to get up and, okay, what am I doing today? What, like you said earlier, what makes me happy? What puts a smile on my face? What yeah, like I've been, I started going outside and like going to the park. Like I love trees. I absolutely love, like I'm obsessed with them. So I started going to the park and just being in nature and like touching random trees and naming them. Added added little moments of joy to my life. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Add the little moments of joy, you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about. I feel like life can be really, really abundant. I don't think that we're here to suffer. I mean, sure, things are going to happen. Like we're going to experience obstacles and challenges, but I think they're really meant to usher us to our abundance and greatness. So even right now, it may feel really difficult, but I think that there's still hope and a silver lining to all of this. And I'm just excited to see what that what that is going to be for all of us collectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is, what is our silver lining? Mm-hmm. I don't know yet, but. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I don't know what's the silver lining yet. I don't know what it, what it is y'all, but there will be a silver lining to all of this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. I don't, there yeah. Will be. Mm-hmm. There will be. Yeah. I mean, I just, I wish I can give you a hug. Like that's what I wish right now. Likewise. Just like likewise. hearing your laugh. I'm like, I just want to give her a hug. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Likewise. For real. You're awesome. Always have been. Oh, thank you, my dear. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but before I let you go, there is one thing that I must say to you. Mm. And that is, I acknowledge you. I celebrate you. And I uplift you. That is gorgeous and delicious. Thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome, sis. You're so welcome. Thank you for the opportunity to be here and to just share space and time with you and your audience. Thank you. Of course, of course. I'm honored. Thank you. Tamala, thank you so much for sharing your pivots and your journey. Coming to the realization that grinding and hustling is actually for us to build for ourselves and what we want out of life is right on time. The belief that the gifts we are given will make room for us, we just have to be open as to how, ooh, is preaching to me. I know that it's hard to say yes to yourself because you're scared of what may or may not happen, but I encourage you to do so 
because even if you do stumble, you still have you. Thank you again, Tamala, and thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon.